0: Hello and thanks for joining us for this week's Monday message from your Iowa State University Extension and Outreach Office in Clinton County. Today we're going to talk about some upcoming events and we have a lot of them this week along with some news from our colleagues at Ames, your Spend Smart, Eat Smart recipe as well. So I'm Amanda Rao, your County Youth and 4-H Coordinator.
1: And I'm Sam Jensen, the County Director.
0: So Sam, it's starting to get a lot warmer outside. What are you most looking forward to doing outside now?
1: Well, it's it's going to be hard to believe, but I'm looking forward to doing yard work. Uh, I've been stuck inside for months and the only yard work I've done is just shoveling and snow blowing. So I'm looking forward to uh, transplanting some plants. I have to put up a couple of sections of fence panel. Uh, it's going to be a busy spring.
0: It does sound like it. How about you? I think I'm more just looking forward to like spending time walking outside. I love going to the park and just walking around and enjoying nature.
1: That sounds like a much healthier thing than mine. <laughs> uh, some upcoming events in Clinton County um, today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. Our offices will be open eight a.m. to five p.m. and will be closed Thursday and Friday. That's kind of ongoing until we hire an office coordinator. Um, on uh, today, after school programming we at Jefferson Elementary at nine a.m. On Tuesday, our Master Gardener Board will meet with the extent or will meet at the extension office at ten a.m. The same day we'll have FMNP training in our office. On Wednesday, we'll have a 4-H bus trip to Iowa State to tour the research farms. Also on Wednesday, we have a cover crop and soil health field day. And uh, Wednesday night is our council meeting at the extension office. We'll be discussing some grants that we've applied for, our Master Gardener bylaws, and we're updating our office fiscal policy. All incredibly exciting stuff. (laughs) Uh, On March 24th is the first session of Ricochet at the GACC. Also on the 24th, the Eastern Iowa Hay Producers Association meet at uh, Buzzies in Welton. And on the 26th, two teams of 4-H members are traveling to Iowa Falls for equine extravaganza competitions.
0: Woo! I told you, we were having a busy week. Yeah. <laughs> so you can find all those dates on our Facebook page or on the podcast page on our website. So some news here in Clinton County, the Iowa Learning Farms are going to be hosting a Cover Crop and Soil Health Field Day on Wednesday, March 23rd from 1230 to 230 p.m. And it's at the Campbell Farm, which is near Grand Mound. Uh, This free event is open to farmers and landowners and includes a complimentary meal. Please RSVP to Liz Ripley at 515-294-5429. The field day will include a panel of farmers who are discussing using cover crops and no-till in their farming, as well as a short tour of their cover crops. Uh, and Sam also mentioned on when, uh, yeah, on Wednesday, the Eastern Iowa Hay Producers Association annual meeting and conference is back for its 37th year. The meeting will be on March 24th, that's Thursday, sorry, at Buzzies and Welton, and all hay producers are invited to attend. Registration begins at 10 a.m. and the program begins at 10 30 a.m. Topics of discussion include making and feeding baleage, return on costs for hay shelters and buildings, and a review of the recent year's crop problems and some solutions to go along with those problems. Registration for the conference is $30 and includes a noon meal and the membership to the association. And tickets can be purchased at the door. So just show up and you can still get a seat.
1: Sounds very interesting if I was a hay producer. (laughs) Um, Happening in Ames is the wild harvest mushroom certification classes. Um, The upcoming in person classes through Iowa State University Extension Outreach will teach those hoping to sell wild harvested mushrooms in the state to distinguish between safe mushrooms and potentially poisonous look mm. This is incredibly important, people. Yes. <laughs> um, in order to legally sell wild harvested mushrooms in the state, mushroom harvesters must complete a certification workshop every three years. This is the first year in which various new mushrooms are included. People interested in morals only um, and certified in the past have to obtain a recertification online. No first-time certification is offered online. To obtain a Wild Mushroom certification, register for the in-person class in Ames on April 9th or May 7th at Iowa State University. The link is in our podcast website. To renew a Moral Mushroom-only certification, you can register for the online class on April 14th or April 15th. Registration for both options closes March 31st. Please take this course so you don't make other people sick. (laughs) Uh, Guide Training Workshop is now open. Um, The workshop will be April 26th at the Gold Star Museum in Johnston, Iowa. The one-day workshop features practical tips and techniques for creating and delivering dynamic guided programs with a focus on adult visitors. This program was designed especially for staff and volunteers who lead guided programs at Iowa's diverse attractions, including parks and conservation areas, Museums, downtown walking tours, historic sites, agritourism, retail and industry tours, and for city city leaders who provide community tours to prospective new residents. Pre-registration is required by April 14th. The $10 workshop fee includes the course workbook, workshop sessions, plus lunch and refreshments. More program information and online registration can be found on our podcast website.
0: I thought that was a really cool workshop that I had not seen before so thanks for sharing. Um, Before we dig deeper into our topic of the week we have a spend smart eat smart recipe for you and this week is energy bites. These are one of my favorite things to make. You can serve 25 people for just 21 cents each and you can make them today if you have oats, coconut flakes, chia seeds, mini chocolate chips, peanut butter, honey, and vanilla extract. And I love substituting different things in these. So you can find the recipe or the instructions to make Energy Bites online or by downloading the Spend Smart, Eat Smart app in the App Store or the Google Play Store. So Sam, you know that Iowa State University Extension and Outreach has four educational areas. We talk a lot about agriculture and natural resources, 4-H youth development, human sciences, and community and economic development. And this week, we're going to be learning more about the agriculture and natural resources area with a yard and garden Q&A about starting seeds indoors under lights. I'm super excited because that means spring is almost here. I know, I know. (laughs) So why is starting seeds under supplemental lights beneficial?
1: Well, without adequate light, seedlings become tall and spindly, so they don't transplant well into the garden. Most homes, um, even have, you know, with the brightest windows, don't provide enough light. That makes the seedlings stretch even mm-hmm. more and become less transplant worthy. By using a supplemental light source like a fluorescent or LED fixture, you can provide enough light to produce high quality, compact, and stocky seedlings that transplant well into the garden.
0: Hmm. So, What type of lights should I use?
1: Well, for most home gardeners, a plug-in shop uh, fluorescent or LED fixture is the perfect type of light to use for seed starting. Uh, when shopping for for uh, for fluorescent <laughs> lights, look for daylight bulbs. Mm. And when shopping for LED lights, uh, purchase a full stri- full spectrum fixture of at least three thousand lumens. When you consider cost, remember to factor in the cost of the fixture and the bulb. Fluorescent bulbs are cheaper up front, but LED bulbs won't have to be replaced as often. Mm-hmm. Plants don't use all wavelengths of light equally, blue wavelengths of light are needed for good foliage and root growth, and the red wavelengths of light are important for flower Hmm. and fruit development. Grow lights can be a good source of light for seedlings, but are usually more expensive and unnecessary, so you don't really need to worry about them. A full spectrum bulb like we talked about earlier will give you the same result at a much lower cost.
0: Hmm. So how do I set up the lights for my seedlings?
1: Well, um, they need to be oriented relatively close to the seedlings to be effective, and they need to be adjustable so that you can accommodate for the growing plants. For uh, most fluorescent fixtures, the seedlings should be about four to six inches from the light source when they start out. Uh, LED fixtures can be set a little bit farther away, eight to 12 inches from the plants. You hang light fixtures from adjustable cables or chains so they can be moved up as the plants grow, or you place the seedlings um, on seed trays with blocks underneath them that you can remove mm-hmm. as the seedlings grow. Remember to provide adequate air circulation around the seedlings to dissipate heat produced by the light fixtures. Place lights on a timer set to turn fixture set to turn on uh, 14 to 16 hours a day.
0: Yeah, that timer really comes in handy because I I always forget, <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice to have them on a timer. So how do I know if I'm providing the right amount of light for my seedlings?
1: Well, the seedlings that aren't receiving enough light will really stretch and they'll lean towards the light source. If you use a brighter fixture that produces more lumens um, and you replace fluorescent tubes with new brighter bulbs, or simply move the fixture closer to the seedlings to increase light levels. If seedling leaves turn yellow or brown and burn, starting with the upper leaves, they may be receiving too much light. Mm. So, you can swap the fixture for one that provides fewer lumens, or simply adjust the fixture so it is further away from the from the seedlings. The lumens per square foot shining on the plants drop significantly by pulling the fi- by pulling the fixture just a few inches further away from the plants. Hmm.
0: So I know this is a lot of information we've covered about yeah. um, exactly if you need, what kind of lights to use. So luckily, our horticulture specialist, Aaron Style wrote a wonderful blog post about this that we will link on our podcast page so you can get all of the details um, from Aaron. So thank you so much for teaching us a little bit more about that today. And we will see you next week for the Iowa State University Extension and Outreach Monday message. Have a great week.
1: Have a great week.